Well, the voice told me you were recording. Yep. The voice knows all. Does it? I mean, it, it knows all in that the, the only thing that matters and exists anymore is our wonderful, wonderful podcast. That's right. And we can't even blame the pandemic on starting a uh, podcast. We did this before it was cool. Yeah. I mean, or we, after it was cool, before it was cool. I mean, we we also we also did it. Yeah, I was gonna make that joke too. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, your headphones are so noisy. I don't know why. We've never had this problem before. I I wish I understood. Yeah, like I should go put on my really really shitty my headset. Apparently, I guess like the one that cost me like two dollars. Well, you will recall when Beyond Caring started, uh, we podcasted on, I think it was two like $12 microphones and an $8 audio interface. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. This is thrilling Let, podcasting. It is. I'm going to switch you to my other mic. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can, as a matter of fact. Do you hear any crinkle crackles? I do not. Uh, aside from the sound of you apparently uh, gripping and ripping there, big guy. Oh, that was me moving my headphones around. But you're hearing me through a different microphone now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little tinny, but your your voice is bassy enough. All right. Yeah, you're hearing me through my webcam microphone instead now. Ah, okay. One, the one that's not attached to my head. Fair. So as long as I sound okay, we can keep going like this. Yep, I think so. All right. Maybe maybe I'll try and edit this out. No, this is thrilling podcasting that our fan just like thrives on. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair. Uh, like, you know, other podcasts will try to like hide the realities of uh, having like a conversation with uh, with another person over the internet and trying to produce, but we won't. That's right. We are. We're about gritty reality here. Yeah, we are a uh, a shining so example. Gritty. We're like, we're like the movie that we're about to watch. Oh yes, it, yes it's we so are. So tough and gritty <laughs> and pointy. That yes, <laughs> that just its name implies sheer, you know, toughness. Oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> I'm so fucking excited to watch this dumb dumb movie. Do you do you want to announce it or do you want me to? Um, I think I announced the last one. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Uh, so this week uh, we are watching uh, the titular Pamela Anderson Lee movie, uh, Barb Wire. That's right, and you know that's from the mid nineties because it's Pamela Anderson Lee. Yes. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This was her first. This was her film debut, wasn't it? I have no godly idea. I I could have swore. I mean, it, one side of me says it can't be because this is 1996. But like, I seem to recall this movie being a big deal. Uh, Wikipedia says it was critically panned. Hmm. Okay. And it has Django Fett in it. Oh, cool. But yeah, so the the reason why I'm so excited about this movie, Wyatt, is because uh, I have seen this like VHS and DVD boxes of this film sitting in every rental store of my teenage and like early years, um, and it's just so stupid looking. <laughs> yeah, because the the cover is just her in a low cut top. Sticking her face right up against that eagle. That is a desert eagle, isn't it? Oh, yeah. At first, I thought it was a Jericho, but I guess they are very similar in looks, except one is much, much smaller. Yeah, and there is no way that, like, you, 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 the trick is to look at the bottom of the gun. And if it's if if the bottom of the gun is about the same size as someone's hand, <laughs> then it's a eagle. Yeah. But, Fair enough. And, and then when you when you look at the back of the case, they interesting to figure out like what the fuck is this movie and why is Pamela Anderson in it? All you are greeted with is pictures of Pamela Anderson looking all Pamela Anderson at you. <laughs> oh, it's a three fifty seven Deagle. Oh, that explains it. Oh wow. I'm looking at the IMFDB page for this. Oh good. Oh, don't spoil <laughs> it. Do not spoil it. <laughs> No, it's just like the first picture of Pamela Anderson. 
she literally looks like like a knockoff sex doll of herself. Oh, now I have to see this. Hold on. Hold on. Where's the search bar? Barb Wire. The first picture. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, doesn't that just look awful? Jesus Christ. She doesn't look like a real person. She does not. Um that uh, that is oh man, the the 90s were a hell of a time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm looking at the back of this case here, uh, and I am counting one, two, three, four, five, six pictures of Pamela Anderson wearing the exact same costume, um, in various stances and, uh, I think two facial expressions. Yeah. And then the other two pictures are of a guy squatting in a fiery blaze and another guy looking pensively to the left. Yeah, one of them may be Tamara Morrison. That that's probably a- him. Yeah, AKA Django Fett. Oh, but God, yeah. So, like, I I gotta know what what the hell this movie's deal is. Like, is she a spy? Is this like is like what- Wikipedia says that she is? Uh, she earns extra money as a mercenary and bounty hunter. In the far-off year of 2017, during the Second American Civil War. Oh, well, hmm. kind of upsetting that they're a little bit off on that. <laughs> yeah, they're off by a few years, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to keep reading the Wikipedia? Or do you want me to read the back of the box? Uh, I can give the highlights here, unless you want to. Did. I don't remember which one of us read the last one. I guess it's really. Uh, I think I read the last one. All right. Well, this is based off of a Dark Horse comic book series of the same name. Wait, what? Was ta- yeah, this is Dark Horse comic book series adaptation. So was Tank was Tank Girl Dark Horse comics? Uh, I don't know if it was Dark Horse, but it was definitely a comic book. Yeah, I know it was a comic book, but uh, I, like I was looking through this thing, I was kind of getting some serious Tank Girl vibes. Interesting. Maybe a little less, maybe more towards the Mad Max side than the you know like '90s punk side. Interesting. But, uh, Deadline. So it's not a dark horse. Okay. But um, that's beside the point. So you could have a Hellboy barbed wire crossover. Uh, Important, cool, cool, and important. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, apparently, it takes place during the Second American Civil War in the far off year of twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, she owns a nightclub uh, in the last free city in the United States of Steel Harbor. Okay, that's the name of the last free city. Uh-huh. Uh, so she's a nightclub owner slash mercenary slash bounty hunter. That's a that's a that is a nineties mix of character traits if I've ever heard one. And there is a lot of black leather and stuff popping out. I'm sure if we couldn't see her feet, this would be like prime Rob Lee Field uh cannon fodder. I don't know. I mean say say what you will about uh good old Governor Sword Boy. Um <laughs> His his designs were always colorful. <laughs> but, oh, well, I'm looking at the actual comic book. It's it, it's got way more. I'm I'm taking it back. That looks really like Tank Girl, except darker colored palette. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Uh, the back of the box let's see what they say here um <clears throat> pamela anderson lee is barbed wire <laughs> the sexiest toughest woman in steel harbor <laughs> a city marked by chaos and crime providing a home for a new kind of mercenary <laughs> doesn't that, does, that doesn't sound like this doesn't sound like a new this sounds like the old kind of mercenary if i'm gonna be honest yeah I guess there's more cleavage involved. If you've got a problem, barbed wire is the solution. 
holy crap! I'm looking at I'm looking at this comic. It, it is so nineties. It hurts. If you've got a, uh, it, she'll use any dangerous weapon, including her body. <laughs> oh man! Crossing the line for no man. Until the day Axel Hood hits. T- <laughs> uh, He's on a mission, and Barb is the only one who can get him out of town alive. Will Barb help the man who once betrayed her? There's only one thing you can be sure of she can get anything you want for a price. Are you ready to pay? <laughs> I mean that sounds a lot like a mercenary to me. Yeah, I mean like this this sounds a ver- this sounds a lot like old mercenary. I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah, This um All right, uh, key features of this DVD are both widescreen and standard. Oh. Uh this is the unrated version. Oh, why? And uh <laughs> and not just normal outtakes, why but sexy outtakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what sexy outtakes are, but okay. I, I, I don't either. And I, I mean, we don't typically uh, review outtakes of the movies we watch, but maybe maybe we should make a special consideration <laughs> for this one. Maybe. Are they, do they put them at the end during the credits, like Jackie Chan? Oh, God, or? I hope so. I just want I just want Barb I just want a remake of this movie where Barb Wire is Jackie Chan in a wig. <laughs> Wait, Jackie Chan is in the wig or Barb Wire is playing Jackie Chan in uh, the wig? Jackie Chan is in the wig. Oh, okay. Because you know. I could see yeah. that. I mean I, you've seen that part where he does the um have you seen that clip from that movie where he dressed up like Chun Li once, right? No. He, he can Wait. Yeah, he can pull it off. I'm just saying. I'm trying to remember which movie that was, though. Uh, it wasn't one it, of the. Was that one of the? I, mean, I suppose it doesn't matter. But. Yeah, that was one of like the cop movies. The, the one of the rather one of the movies that had the word cop in it. I think. But yeah, it doesn't matter. That's not barbed wire. This is barbed wire. I'm holding barbed wire right now. <laughs> City Hunter. Oh. I was very wrong. I'll have to. That is the name of the film. Interesting. Maybe we'll find it one day because I have not seen it. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. <sighs> but yeah. So um. All right. So we we know this is a extremely '90s movie. Uh, you said a lot of leather. Uh, the IMFDB uh, looks ridiculous. So this. Yeah. This is not shaping up to be what I expected necessarily i thought it would be like a generic shitty action movie but mate but this is this is interesting um what what are your what are your predictions for this movie wyatt i'm expecting a lot of explosions mm-hmm. i'm expecting guns to shoot about 17 times more than they should be able to before reloading okay good good um i'm expecting uh ridiculous trick shots Trick shots. I'm expecting, yes. What do you, what do you mean by but only? But only from the hero. Okay. Okay. So like, just like, like they'll like do the like the one shot behind their behind their back, and they somehow, you know, kill the bad guy or something like that. Even though they're like shooting at him full auto. Ah. Okay. So like, you know, uh, shots of high luck. <laughs> yes. I'm expecting cheesy one-liners. Okay. Okay. I'm expecting a lot of boob jokes or things that involve, you know, just boobs or cleavage in general as just, you know, really what people want to go see this movie for. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. So we, we, I want to, I want to get, I want to get this number out of you. We, we should, we should do a bet. Let's do a bet. Uh, what, okay. what do you think the over under is? Because this is the unrated version. Uh, how many times do we see Pamela Anderson's breasts? Like actually out there? Like actually out there. Um, I don't know because I don't know what the original rating was. Uh, so I guess that makes it. Uh, you know, here, I, I can, I'll look up the original rating. Hold on. Because I don't think that this would have been a R-rated movie just because they tended not to do very well nope it's uh it's r-rated all right well then i will 
I don't think she would have done full full uh, topless for this. Okay. So I'm gonna say close, but no cigar. Like, like there's gonna be something just in the way. So you're, if there is such a like, there's like a convenient censorship is what I will say. There will be. So this. you're you're gonna say that there's uh, some very artful cinematography in this movie that will uh, delightfully obscure and titillate the viewer. Yes, I will say that we will probably see ass, but nothing else. Mm, interesting, interesting. Well, at least not from Pamela Anderson. Okay, um, I'm going to say. There is going to be one topless shot for every face shot on the back of this DVD. So that's going to be one, one of the judges noticing is a bathtub scene. Well, but there's a lot of bubbles. So all right, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Convenient four. censorship. I'm going to say there's, there's a, four topless scenes in this movie. Where we actually see everything with, with Pamela Anderson. The whole kitten caboodle, areola and everything. <laughs> all right this doesn't count side boob does not count side boob correct all right so you say four i'm saying zero mm-hmm. but just from pamela anderson right i'm right. not saying there's not going to be toplessness in this movie just no pamela anderson toplessness okay and i'm i'm saying there will be four bouts of toplessness of which aunt pamela anderson or anybody could be uh or any woman rather could be a uh a, a candidate for it okay I mean, there will probably be toplessness in this movie, but I'm focusing just on Pamela Anderson. Well, and that's what the marketing wants you to do, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I think I'm mentally prepared for this now. All right. I'm going to go over to the other room where we can watch this. All right. All right. I'll connect with you in a minute here. Before you say anything, Brinker, I just want to point out that not only were you right that Pamela Anderson would be topless, you were right to the exact number of four times she would be topless. I. It is a curse. It is a curse that I that I have uh, I have to live with every day in this blasted existence. And despite all the boobs, there were zero ass shots in this movie. Yep. Yeah. Are ah! naked. There's no naked ass shots. Correct. There were no naked ass shots. Yeah. So yeah, but you were not only right. You were right down to the exact number, and you were right in less than a minute into the movie. Yeah, that that was my favorite because <laughs> you're like, no, there's no way that she's going to get topless for this movie, and literally in the credit sequence, it's just them <laughs> hosing her down. Yep. It's like, there's no way that the nip they're going to show nips. And then, bring her, then you're just like, oh, there's a nip. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, no, it was just an illusion. It's just like very obvious. It's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, really the only, uh, like, it, uh, I guess I'm lucky that I, I said the rules were like, the uh they'd be separate breast shots because if it was if we were going by just like specific isolated shots there'd be like 20 <laughs> and, yeah, and like and the <laughs> opening credits yeah alone <laughs> which uh i would just like to go on record um i was i was not ready for hearing a metal uh, uh a metal cover of cameos word up as the title sequence to this movie a like new metal or alt metal cover <laughs> yeah uh or wh- whatever you would call a, a <laughs> that and this was like an all metal soundtrack too but it was not good metal no it was turd metal <laughs> <laughs> it was god awful mid 90s metal <laughs> yeah uh like the type the type of uh this is the type of metal that uh, a record, uh, a recording producer from the '90s would be like, "Yeah, this is gonna be hot with the kids." Some, <laughs> someone get me a, a a late '30s burnt out Motley Crue drummer to lead this band. 
Does he have tattoos and a god awful soul patch? No, but he does have hepatitis. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> All, All of them. Of them. <laughs> and several Perfect. newly discovered variants. <laughs> hepatitis Q. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to all the other letters? It t- it killed them. <laughs> oh god! Oh, this yep. fucking movie. <laughs> this, this... <laughs> what was I, the runtime on that movie? I didn't even uh, pay attention to it. <laughs> I literally gave up about like an hour and twenty in and just started checking Twitter because <laughs> it was. It's an hour and forty minutes long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because this, despite being uh, infinitely more suppo- supposedly like having more, despite having more stuff on the screen, this movie is more soul sucking than like, uh, what was that one? Like the fucking Wolfman one or um, uh, Doctor Blood's Coffin. No, Doctor Blood's Coffin was way more awful than this. It, it, it's it was it was off it was more awful but it wasn't like like because in, in this movie things kept happening on the screen but i didn't care like yeah. with, with dr blood you're constantly watching the movie and be like come on something happened i like you're setting so much stuff up and so much stuff could happen why is nothing happening and then with this movie you're just like Okay, they're in a car chase. Okay, it's blowing up. Okay, she's riding a motorcycle. Ah, yes, haha. They made a boob joke. Uh, uh. Yeah, it's like it's like they did a grab bag of just various post-apocalyptic and like alt culture movies and just tried to slap them all together like they're like tank girl mad max yeah heavy heavy metal Mm -hmm. um i don't know pretty much any comic from the 90s kind of looked like that i guess to be honest yeah this and this movie was unabashedly like comic 90s with what it was doing like oh there's like a sexy a sexy bounty hunter and she's in the last free bastion of freedom but the pigs are you know getting worked over by the nazi government (laughs) yeah i think the favorite my favorite thing that you said during this was that they just show the bad guys in just completely unsubtle nazi uniforms and you just say hey i think these guys are nazis (laughs) Just couldn't quite put my finger on it. I just got I got some real Nazi vibes, and I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! But like, and like I can see how everything that happened in this movie, like if you were like reading, if you were reading the comic book of this, it would be okay. It wouldn't be entertaining, but like you would you would get through and be like, ah, eh, yeah, that's. That's like a toilet read type type deal. Something by Rob Leefield, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I've read I've read Supreme, sir. It's 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 not good. At least they had teeth, the right number of teeth. <laughs> that and is their true. Feet looked like feet. That is true. They we did see their feet. Uh, we we did see like. Well, I mean, I was about to say like the human anatomy looked like was overall good, but then there was that a couple shots of uh, Pam Anderson where she looked like she looked like someone was trying to snap her in half <laughs> with that fucking corset. Yeah, maybe it was kind of more like a Frank Miller movie where he didn't have a fascist boner. Well, there, but there were fascists though. Yeah, but they weren't portrayed as like the positive in the positive light that he kind of does. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to get a read on Frank Miller now, especially because he's he's dude he, doing that weird anti-Trump stuff now. So like he's still like pro-authoritarianism, but anti-Trump, and it's uh, it's bizarre. Yeah. <sighs> Just like he doesn't. He's like one of those guys who, 
like says he has a lot of respect for how the Nazis operated, mm, mm-hmm. and that's how he says it. <laughs> uh huh. It's like I don't agree with what they did, but I have a lot of respect for how they did it, or something like that. That's kind of how Frank Miller comes off to me. Do you uh you you find yourself in a lot of online conversations where people say that, huh? No, oddly enough. <laughs> <laughs> No, people are far more dumb than that on on the internet for arguments on the internet. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, if we also just take a moment to appreciate, like, this movie peaked within the, like, the opening sequence. Like, everything you need, like, this movie could have stopped five minutes in when... It's nothing but topless Pamela Anderson getting hosed down while a guy in a business suit, despite the fact that this is like post-apocalyptic whatever, uh, is sitting there drinking a mug of beer, be like, hey, 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 yeah, baby, shake it. Yeah. What What was that one thing he said at the end before she killed him? Wash it all off. Uh, I thought it was uh, do it for queen and country. Yes. Something about queen and country, yeah. Because <laughs> he wanted the whole thing. Yeah, yeah I want the whole, whole thing. Queen and country. <laughs> yeah. And then shoot in the face. Yeah, well, because he called her babe. Yeah. And, and you don't call barbed wire babe, apparently. That's right. God, I need to close Plex because I'm looking at the fucking box art for barbed wire and her <laughs> stupid face is really starting to bother me. But we haven't really given a uh, plot synopsis of this. Uh, you're right. And I don't I don't know if I want to because <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm being I'm being too cruel. Yeah, let's let's get a plot synopsis because no one no one needs to watch this. Yeah, there's some confusing civil war going on i they don't really get into exactly what the status of the civil war is or yeah. it, what sides there are they we just there's know a that- resistance and then there's also like an army that's actually fighting against the authoritarian government and then there's the authoritarian government and so yeah i i think i think the resistance ha- is like the army um, and I think the authoritarian government is that, what could they call it, the congressional directorate? Yeah. Uh, so Nazis. Uh, yeah. And with a little bit of Big Brother kind of just rolled in there for flavor because they, they call each other citizen and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of fascist stuff are about citizenship and stuff like that. About Oh, yeah, you're right. Like Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, the, uh, the 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 way that we are introduced to uh, the congressional directorate is rather um, concerning, to say the yeah, least. That looked like it was straight out of heavy metal, to be honest. Uh, I would I would call that a mixture, or actually, no. If I had to describe that scene, uh, it would be if you gave a porn director the script for Tetsuo the Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. And ask them to film a remake. Yeah, like torture cyborg porn. Yeah. Would be about the best way I could describe that. Yeah, it was really off-putting. It was. Uh, but no, yeah, like, it's like the, the movie opens with Pam Anderson like gyrating. Uh, she murders a dude and we find out that she's like infiltrating this club to rescue this uh, this girl who's being locked in a meat locker. By yep. the um, the landlord of uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> is that the landlord? That is totally the landlord. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, she does. She they play her off as like the completely like lawful evil sort of I don't care. But if for me and just the money sort or of like, deal, or like you know, broken, chaotic, neutral, where you you just don't you know you just don't care anymore. Yeah. I guess it could be that. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's you know chaotic good on the way to to lawful evil or neutral evil. <laughs> yeah, there, I don't know about neutral evil. There's a couple steps in there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she has like a brother who's blind. Then there's an old love interest and something about a 
scientists and super aides. Yeah. And um, then that they didn't mention at all nothing about that whatsoever until that one scene. You're like, oh, there's apparently super aids and it's been plaguing the country. And you didn't mention that until now. <laughs> well it's it's a bioweapon, right? Yeah. So like they, all throughout this, they're, they're chasing this this scientist, and they're trying to, you know, be kind of beat around the bush for like why they care that and why anyone gives a shit about this scientist. Like, oh, we need her alive for genetic material. I'm like, that's not how genetic material works. But all right, <laughs> um, and like you, you find out that she made some sort of bioweapon. And then, like in the last, like I think, like they run the hour mark. Yeah, she un- unknowingly made a, a variant of super AIDS and deployed it and made the added antidote her uh, her fucking genetic code. But she did she didn't know she was doing Wyatt because <laughs> that's that's how uh, that's how did, biology or works. Or she did research and they used that. Uh, I don't know. It was it doesn't really make any lick of sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but the really tasteless thing is in 1996, they uh, they talk about the government weaponizing HIV and called it Project Red Ribbon. Yeah, that was pretty tasteless, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, this movie, this movie is not really uh, not really woke, I would say. No, it, it is not woke. Even, uh, even like that, you can tell they they really try to say, but like, no, no, our our protagonist is female, and you know she uh, she she's a you know she's she's taking advantage of all the men around her, and you know she's she's the one in control and empowered. So that's that's that makes this movie good, right? Yeah. And then there's cyborg torture porn. Yeah, and uh, a lot of Pamela Anderson naked. Um, yep. Uh, interesting though, she was the only one naked, I think, yeah. uh, out, outside of like, maybe like, there were there, pasties, there were pasties. And in the opening bar scenes of the, uh, the bar that her character owns, there were some, uh, some, you know, little, little S and M, uh, strippers going on, but they, they were wearing pasties and just skimpy outfits. Yeah. Which I, so, you know, very like surprising. I said, you were completely right. One hundred percent, which was which was scary. It, it is, um, and I like. I th- I think maybe the 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 reason why I hate this movie so much now, and why I just feel so de-energized by it, is because like there were no surprises. There were no surprises. <laughs> like I like going into this, I'm like, this movie is going to be really fucking dumb, and it's the dumbest thing would be like it could do would be these things, and it was just checking off those boxes. Yeah. I mean, that's what I 100% expected this movie to be going in. was just dumb, predictable action movie. <laughs> like the the music was boring. It sounded like yeah. a, it sounded like a dude with a Casio was playing the Tetris theme really sad the entire time. The punk band was okay for the two seconds that they were in there. Oh yeah, the 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 house band or whatever. Yeah, they, yeah, they were probably would... the best music in the whole movie yeah i would i would listen to one of their albums just to see if i if they were any good yeah but uh and then there's something like they had to smuggle the doctor out of the country with contact lenses and there's this whole plot about finding the contact lenses and clint howard gets fridge murdered and (laughs) sorry i'm looking up what the band is called just because and, uh, I'll just continue talking about the supposed plot while you uh, while you do that. Then there's you know a twisted metal car chase with the bad guys that are they're just the worst bad guys. They really are. They're not like effective. They're not like they they're not even like good at their job. Like they don't outside of doing they're they're sloppy fascists, right? And yeah. I. I th- and the reason why is they ha- they 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 really sell up the whole like oh we have like brain scan technology or whatever, um, but yeah, yeah they needed those like goons alive at that one point. They just bust in the room and shoot everybody. Oh yeah, and I thought that the like the main bad guy was actually going to be like a bad guy and act like a bad guy and kill his own goon for mm-hmm. being dumb. He's just like I'm sorry they resisted. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, like, you're just the worst... You're the worst Nazis ever. 
yeah like and they like they don't do like outside of like the really creepy like torture porn thing from the beginning they don't really do anything outside of just like show up shoot people and uh bust up barbed wires um bar and, and i didn't believe him as like being creepy like they had udo what's his face in there oh yeah udo kier yeah and they could have he knows how to be a good creepy bad guy oh absolutely and, and yet he was he was german butler <laughs> I feel that he probably politely requested to not be typecast as a Nazi. <laughs> I'm just saying that he, like, he's a person who could portray that creepy kind of bad guy without even saying anything, really. This guy just looked like he just had this blank expression and would eventually laugh like a maniac. Yeah. He, like he, he didn't he's... come off as a, like, a really bad guy, like a good he, villain. Yeah. Like he, he, he uh, how did I? It's I, I described him as if like they really wanted the bad guy from Die Hard two, but couldn't afford him. Yeah, or Zed. Yeah, or Zed from uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Thank you. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I don't know. Did we mention that Clint Howard is also in this movie? Yeah, I said he got fridge murdered. Okay, I just wanted to make certain as as the uh, the typical Clint Howard skeezy character who shows up a couple times. You know, I like Clint Howard; he's fun. Yeah, Clint Howard played a perfect Clint Howard character. Yep, skeezy somehow manages to not get killed mostly. Yeah. Um, uh, what what else happens in this movie? So yeah, there, like this movie's the, just a bunch of like walking around and like people like like. It, it tries to set up that you think there's going to be like this hunt for an item and there's going to be like some intrigue and like double crossing, but like you keep predicting all of the double crosses and like none of the chase scenes or hunts like ever go anywhere or last more than like yeah. five minutes. And you feel like there is some sort of world out there that's kind of interesting. It really sets the stage for all this, but they do such a crappy job at world building. Oh Yeah. Like there's like it, three sets in this whole movie. There, there's three <laughs> sets, and like there's essentially just the bar, the streets, and the everywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like they keep talking about like the war, and you know, oh, Denver got taken out, or I'm going shipping out to Kansas and stuff like that. And like all of this sounds infinitely more interesting than everything that's going on in this movie in this in like the shittiest last remnant of freedom yeah and they don't even get into like the particulars of the city there's a police chief that's oh, yeah. that's mildly corrupt and that's it there's no mayor or governing body that would have made this way more interesting to see why is this the only free city exactly why aren't they being taken over by one side or the other well and that's the even more confusing part so like if it's a free city why are the nazis showing up and like running things yeah so like does this mean that it's the only it's the only city that's not under martial law but like what what like what does that even fucking mean yeah I have no idea. It just made no fucking sense. Oh, and speaking of not making sense, like how does how does the economy of this world of barbed wire work? Because she she owns this massive fucking bar uh, that has like a, a live band constantly playing, a huge a huge spread of like drinks. It is packed constantly. She only has like two waiters and waitresses. Yeah. One of which is Udo Kier with a spider tattooed on his face. And uh and like she they, they there's like this subplot where she needs to do like bail bond jumping and like like at like uh secret espionage work to pay the band and the the people running the bar. Yeah. And like, and then, the, but she's also at the same time, like, she's not involved in like any shady dealings. She doesn't take sides. So she's not like, there's no, there's no other costs associated with her existence. So, like, what, what the fuck? I don't know. She just lets people drink on credit or something like that and, and doesn't care. I mean, I guess there's, there's bribes and stuff, 
but like the when she, she does have a lot of motorcycles for some unknown reason. That is true. And she does have to pay bribes to the police chief, but like she pays American, which is apparently worthless money because she asked for Canadian dollars from, yeah. Rock, from Clint Howard. I guess it's, it makes it makes sense if it's a civil war; they wouldn't know which is the real fiat currency or whatever mm. at that point. So, still, yeah, I I don't know, man. I'm. I'm running out of words and desire to talk about this movie. Yeah, it was it was not great. <laughs> uh, this this movie this movie absolutely deserved um, every every bad thing that was said about it. Um, and I I think the most damning thing uh, about this is like if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes of this, this movie has a 28 percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics. Yeah. And, and now normally if this were going to be like a, a cult movie or like if this were a movie that like delivered on like, oh, yeah, but no, you can see Pamela Anderson's tits. Um, like you would think that the the crowd ranking would be higher, but no, the crowd ranking is 13 <laughs> percent. So this is this is one of the rare like skin flicks that like you know they made this specifically to just be throwaway consumable stuff that an audience could get and like they even failed at like selling the audience on that. Yeah. I mean if that's what you wanted you could have walked out after literally 2 minutes of this movie. That is true. Uh you pretty much like you go in there you crank your hog at the uh at the sexy dance scene and when you finish you just just go go demand your money back and say that that oh this movie's awful. I can't believe that they just were had the tits out so quickly. <laughs> yep. Different time, different time. Yes it was. All right. So I think we got two other things to do here. We got to uh, do a drinking game, and uh, we got to say what we would pay for this. Yep. Uh, what were your uh, ideas for drinking game? I got a, I got a couple here. So mine were every time she kills somebody before the like, except for at the end, kind of threw that off because she's doing a lot of killing. Yeah, but up. Up until that point, it was pretty evenly spaced. Like when she would just, you know, murder kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, now I could I could change that to every time she kills somebody with not with a gun. Mm, mm. Okay, I can that, see how that that might yeah. work. Um, and my other alternative to that was every time somebody calls her babe. Mm. But that was that only like three times. Yeah, that that doesn't that doesn't happen a lot though. Yeah, but I think every time she kills somebody without a gun, might okay. work. Because I can think of several incidents where that happens. Okay. Um, um, oh, keep going. Yeah, sorry. I was gonna say, or um, you could say one-liners, but that's kind of subjective. Or you could say whenever Pamela Anderson's boobs are on, like out on screen. Yeah, like uh, I had two kind of iffy ones for mine. One of which was every time uh, there is a boob shot, drink. Um, or if you want, uh, I, another option: uh, drink every time somebody makes a bad joke about Pamela Anderson. So, like you know, say, "Oh, and her assets were huge," or whatever, so some dumb shit like that. Yeah. Or or you can say anytime somebody says her like her full name like Barb mm. Wire, that's a thought. That's a thought. Because people don't just say Barb; they say, "Oh, everybody knows Barb Wire." Yeah, because that's that's her brand. Yeah. Uh, but the the two drinking games that I have aside from those are these are the two that I that I'm quite proud of. Uh, drink every or take a shot every time somebody has a retinal scan. Ah. Uh, and. Take a drink every time you recognize uh, a that guy character actor. <laughs> oh, there weren't that many in there. There's oh. like Ron Howard and that other guy. You mean Clint Howard? No. <laughs> <laughs> Clint Howard and that other guy. Not because think about it, right? So, like in this movie, like I. 
I within the first couple minutes, right, or within like the first like half of this movie, I kind of knew the 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 oh we forgot about the weird sweaty guy she wasted. No, she didn't kill him. She just knocked him out. She she broke a piece of wood over his skull. That man is dying of a concussion. <laughs> yeah, but this is action movie logic. Okay. He hit yeah. him with a board over the head. That just knocks him out. But, but anyway, you noticed, like, I noticed, I knew who that sweaty guy was. I knew who her blind brother was. I'd seen him in other shit before. Um, same for the police chief. Same for Django Fett. Same for, actually, even the scientist. I think I've seen her. And is, isn't she, was she in Westworld or something? Or uh, I have no idea. I did not recognize her. Uh, she looks, she looks vaguely familiar. Um, Clint Howard, obviously. I mean, like th- this this movie is full of actors that like got business elsewhere after this turd like hit the market, <laughs> and they're they're not all like they're not bad necessarily. They just didn't have anything to work with with this. Yeah. No, that's that's my that's my spiel. All right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Trying to see if there's anything else in my notes. Yeah. I mean, there were some pretty good one-liners in there, but it's pretty subjective. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not great. All right. Let's, how how much money you want to spend on this turd? Uh, How much money would I spend on this? That's a tough one. So you spent, I think, a dollar on this. Yeah, I spent a dollar on that. Man. Yeah, because this is another one labeled one ninety nine. So this is another half off one, probably. Yeah. Um, I would probably spend seventy five cents on this movie. Really? Because I went in knowing what it what, like. It met my expectations. Oh uh, yeah, no. No, I'm I sorry. looked at this and I'm like, this is going to be an awful cheesy action movie that's going to be sold solely on Pamela Anderson being topless in this. And I knew that. Well, I didn't think she would actually be topless, but, you know, boobs hanging out. Pamela yeah. Anderson. And that's what I 100% expected. And that's what I got. Nah, I think I think you're way too kind to this movie. This movie, like... If I'm gonna pay, if I'm gonna pay like a full anything approaching a dollar, I want I want my time. I want it, I want there to be something notable, like, and I want there. But the, this movie is just notable in how unnotable it is. Um, I, I'm going to say I would pay five cents for this movie, and um, I would not pay them a nickel. I would pay them four pennies and just walk in. Would it be five? Would it be five pennies Canadian? <laughs> yeah, four pennies Canadian. Four pennies Canadian. Five cents. <laughs> Canadian money is worth less than American money right now. Is it? Yeah. I think it was almost equal back in 2009 or 10, but I think it's it's pretty much back to the way it was. But I don't we're know. Not, maybe we're not going to do a conversion rate. <laughs> Yeah, maybe uh like maybe that. the uh maybe the um the economy will tank again and the can Canada will rise again. Maybe it will. Oh, did did we mention that this movie is also set in the future of uh, 2017 during the Second American Civil War? Yeah, we did. We okay. said that right at the beginning. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Well, right at the beginning and the end. That's uh That's what it is. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> oh, there is one more thing we gotta say before oh. we end the episode, though. Mm. So this was our ninth episode. It is. Uh, we didn't say it at the beginning, but it's our ninth episode. And uh, I was gonna suggest that we kind of change up our how we were doing stuff, and we would roll at the end of the episode, so we would have that on the episode. But um, we're going to have. Our cohorts from Brad and Rick also have a podcast, and I got the name order right this time. Hmm. Uh, they're going to pick our tenth movie to to watch. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, so, do you, uh, so you're gonna have you sent them the list? Did they pick yet? Or no they they're going they're not going to pick from the minimal. They're going to pick oh. a movie for us to watch. Okay, and can does it still have to be that dollar or like how like or is it just I, they're just picking a movie? 
they're picking a movie, I'm going to assume it's just going to be something that is streaming that we both have access to. Okay. Or uh, if it's something that's got to be paid for, we ain't paying for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because <laughs> that's that's a rule we can't break. But uh, I, I would also say we, neither of us have. It would I would prefer it be a movie neither of us have seen. Yeah, that that was part of it. Is that we okay. neither of us can have seen the movie. Good. Good. Um. But yeah, they they're going to pick. I I might have to remind them because Brad was about forty natties into his bachelor party at that time. <laughs> oh, this is why I don't remember because I was probably passed out. <laughs> you, you had just woken up in a tent and were talking about spiders when I told you. Yeah, so. <laughs> because my tent was full of spiders because I left the flap open. <laughs> yep, you just woke up like, wow, my tent is full of spiders. So they hate Breaker. Brad Breaker going to pick our next movie. Oh, okay. Why are there so many spiders? <laughs> Listen, oh. there were a concerning amount of spiders. Yeah, everybody was really concerned that you might have died because nobody could get a hold of you and your like your camera was still on completely <laughs> black. <laughs> there was no sound. People tried calling you and you were picking up. You're like, is maybe we should make sure that Breaker's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, th- I I appreciate your guys' concern. <laughs> and then you're like, like, is the movie over? Like, I was like, yeah. I was like, damn it. I was so excited to see Invasion USA, which is a much better movie than this. Did you go back and watch it then? Oh, hell yeah. I didn't watch it. I just heard everybody else watching it. Oh, dude, it you got to. at the end. You got to watch it. It's amazing. All right. It's, it's so worth it. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. But uh yeah, I remind the both of them that they need to pick us a movie. That will be our uh our next movie because we've actually made it to ten episodes. Yeah, yeah. That is a that is a milestone for for uh, these types of podcasts. If we can make it to ten, we, there's tip that's typically a sign that we can keep going for a hundred. Yeah. I mean, what are the two fat dudes up to now? They're probably up to like episode like three something, four something. I don't know. I saw their episode. On They've been doing it for years, though. Yeah. Hey, I'll type it and I'll do some more thrilling pot. TFD nerds. Nope. No idea. So. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, yes. Let's wrap this up. And uh, yeah, looking forward to the next mystery movie. Mystery. Woo.